Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Brain Fart. This is Maddie, and I am the host of this podcast. Welcome back, guys. If you are new, welcome to the podcast. I hope you enjoy. If you're returning, hello, welcome back. Nice to have you here again. So let's get into it, shall we? I am going to be honest. I (laughs) have had quite a day. And it, nothing bad, nothing crazy, nothing wild happened, but I just felt like it was a little harder to cope today, if that makes sense. And I've had days like this, and it happens, and it it's come up a, <laughs> a bit more frequently since being in grad school and being in an area where we are figuring out what we're feeling and finding out how that should be brought to acting and how we feel and really checking in on ourselves and our bodies and just learning a lot about ourselves, which is incredible. It's great and I love doing it, but sometimes it reminds me a lot of what um, what my limitations are. <clears throat> And sometimes that can be frustrating. I'll give you an example. Today, for instance, we were doing a thing, uh, a thing. We were having a class, we were having a movement class, and we did a specific exercise, and our classes are an hour and a half, and the exercise took up the entire hour and a half of a lot of movement, a lot of freeing our bodies and ourselves. And I was feeling really good this morning. I've had kind of a hard week and I will get into that a little bit later in this episode. But I started, I was having a really good day. I started the day, it was great. And I was feeling, I was really feeling this exercise and this, um, I don't know, this class, I was really into it. And I normally do with most of my classes. But today I was feeling really good. And it was a lot of physical exertion. And sometimes I struggle with physical exertion. I'm sure <laughs> any anyone with invisible illnesses or illnesses or just <laughs> people who struggle with physical exertion get this because it was it was something that I thought I would get very tired in very quickly but surprisingly I was feeling really good and my stamina was feeling was kicking in and I was feeling strong and creative and I was going for it and then there came a shifting point I think I did a turn I don't I can't remember my body was flailing around the room I can't specifically remember the exact moment but Sorry, I have all this phlegm in my throat because I just ate these little, <laughs> these little like chocolate, coconut chocolate pots things, like a little, um, like a little pudding, but not quite pudding. But now I have, now I have quite, quite the phlegm build up on my vocal cords. So we are just going to have to live with that. And you know what? I had two chocolate pots. All right, it's. Maybe I shouldn't call them chocolate pots. Um, Chocolate cups. I had two of them, okay? I looked at them. I was like, maybe I should just have one. And I had two instead. And that's just the day I'm having. Also, I don't 
particularly care. <laughs> They're, they were great. So yes. Okay, that was quite that was quite the tangent, if I do say so myself. Let's get back on track. So I had this move and I did this move, and then all of a sudden a uh, switch flipped, and I was not able to do anything anymore. And I had to sit down and basically I just sat there trying to cool down my body not I didn't want to immediately go from a lot of movement to no movement so I just kind of was swaying there and um, having my head go in like a couple circles but it was one of those moments where I knew this isn't because I'm tired I didn't just get worn out or tired because it came on so suddenly and I knew it was something to do with my invisible illnesses or my brain stuff And that was, (laughs) for some reason today, it was heartbreaking. And I laugh because it sounds so dramatic, but it's kind of what it felt like. I don't know why it just felt so sad today. (laughs) And usually it's fine. Usually I really couldn't care less and I just sit down because I know my body and I know what I have to do and I know my limitations. But for some reason today, I had to sit down and I just started crying and it was just very difficult being able to cope with that and being faced with limitations and having to go along with them and adhere to them when I wanted and my body wanted to be free or my mind wanted to be free or something wanted to be free, but something, whether it be my body or whatever, kind of caused a pause to that or put up a road sign and said stop that's that's a road sign that's the one I'll I'll go to maybe yield yield to so I I did have to yield to my body and I sat down and today it just was a little harder than normal I think I started getting into my head about it and started thinking about Oh, why am I so young? Why do I have to deal with this at such a young age? Why can't my body keep up? Why is it so difficult for me? And you know how you spiral and it just feeds. It just really feeds this monster. And luckily I was in a really safe space and I was with people I really trust and I was able to just sit there and watch their work and cry. And honestly, it was really helpful because it kind of brought me back to a state of calm and acceptance when I think if I was in any other situation I might have really blown up or really had to freak out about it which would have been okay anyways if any either way it would have been fine but personally for me in that moment I'm glad I was able to calm down a little bit and not have a full panic freak out whatever I want to call that whatever that could have turned into so I know that might have started off a little negative today. I hope you didn't take it as negative. I just want to be honest. I want to be real. Because sometimes I I feel like I can come on here and say, you know, no, it's fine. We're gonna figure it out. We're gonna do this, do this. And I'm gonna get better and things will get easier, hopefully and have all this hope and dreams and things which of course, yes, but also there's some days where I think, oh, this is kind of bummer central and I am allowed to feel like this sometimes. As long as I don't wallow in it or live in it too long, I think it's okay to touch on it or to 
dip dip my toe in the pool of <laughs> sadness. No, but besides all that, besides all those silly things, I think it is true to say that you can take time for yourself and feel what you're feeling at the moment and try not to, I don't know, get even feel guilty or get get more down get get further down I can't figure out how to phrase this isn't this a fun interactive podcast where you scream out the proper grammar but I can't hear you because I recorded this before you listened and I'm probably halfway across the world I can't whatever (laughs) I think you know what I was trying to say and if you don't then what a fun guessing game you'll have (laughs) so I just wanted to talk about that a little and it was I kind of spurred from thinking I, I had one of my close friends text me the other day and she met another young person with um, pseudotumor or idiopathic intracranial hypertension I don't know why I always feel the need to say the entire name but I do. (laughs) So she met another young person with this disease and they were kind of talking and the person was talking about how it was kind of a struggle. And yeah, I just thought that was, that's just kind of been on my mind too when I've been thinking about that. And I thought, you know, yeah, it is sometimes a struggle being young and having these things. But you know, we deal, we persevere, we go. And actually on that topic, because that's kind of the topic I wanted to do my interview about. And as you can tell, I am not interviewing anyone. I am just purely talking into this microphone. I was supposed to have an interview. Oh, that was a loud smack sound. I'm gonna have to go back and check to see if that's too loud for you guys. I was supposed to have an interview today. It was um, with one of my close friends who I am in my master's program with. And she has she had kind of a medical year, if I phrase it that way. And we were going to talk about kind of ageism in medicine in that field. Unfortunately, she was um, sick today, which (laughs) happens. And so we're going to postpone that interview a little bit longer. But this was something I wanted to talk about anyways. And honestly, I put a poll up on Instagram about what whether you wanted to hear the interview or hear an update about the new things I'm trying. And it was pretty much 50-50. I think interview won out in the end by like one vote. So regardless, you're going to get both and it will be great and it's due time. So a little update on that. Now back to kind of what I've been doing. So yes, I say all these things about it being hard to cope and it being difficult sometimes. But now I'm going to go from cope to hope. And we, we're going to talk about what I've been doing kind of this since I've been, no, not since I've been to London, but probably for the past month or two, two, probably two months, two and a half. I don't know. Time is meaningless. Um, so yes, we, I have been doing something a little bit different and I, I'm really excited about it. I feel really good about it. And unfortunately, I am kind of in the throes of it right now. The throes of it? I am in the middle of (laughs) the, I'm in the middle of the storm right now. Not the eye of the storm, because that's the calm, but like the middle of the, the middle of the storm. (laughs) And it, it it probably would have been better to do this (laughs) when I wasn't in the middle of 
a master's program or when I had a break. But you know, time doesn't always work like that and life doesn't always work like that. And I would much rather try more things to figure it out than postpone it any longer. So I'm sure you're all sitting there biting your nails and scratching your seats, wondering what this mysterious new treatment is. And it actually is very similar to the work I was doing with um, my physio guy... Kumar back in Las Vegas, who he, I've talked about him on the show before, I don't know how, to what extent, but he basically got me out of the really deep, bad parts of my pseudotumor stuff. And I don't know why my body responds to this work. I don't know if it's partially because of what caused the pseudotumor. We don't really know what did. We have theories, me and my family and my doctors, because it's it's not called idiopathic <laughs> for no reason, which just means nobody knows where it came from. And unfortunately with me, we really had no leads. So it's kind of just been a guessing game up until this point. So I really have been just trying anything and everything within reason to figure it out. And this was one of those things. So of course, I'm not in Las Vegas. And of course, I can't work with Kumar, who we've dubbed my neuromuscular movement physio, physicist. One of those words is more correct than the other. And I have, it's hard without him to do the work on my own just because by the time I get home at night I'm exhausted and I don't particularly want to do a ton of work on my body which might just be I don't know laziness or something but it is a little difficult when you don't have someone there coaching you or doing it for you or manipulating you to the right form and so I actually overheard one of my friends in the program talking about this treatment that she, her father had, her, her father does in the States and who he had, he had recommended someone in the UK to do it for her while she was here. And I honestly heard this across the hall and I just pointed at her and I was like, what is that? Tell me what that is because I am always on the lookout for new different things And I wanted to know about it. And she was telling me about it. And I called him that night. And I said, hey, and I gave him my rundown. And he talked to me and he was like, great, I'll see you this weekend. And he (laughs) basically fit me into whatever schedule he has, which I know now is very busy. But basically what it's called is activation. I don't know if some of you have heard of it. I think there's there's a longer term for it oh it's I just looked at because I asked my friend what it was because we just call it activation and so I was asking her what the kind of full long name is and she just texted me and it's neuromuscular activation so that's it and it's similar to what I was doing in Vegas but also different and I'm gonna try to explain it the best I can but I do have to say it is a little bit difficult it is very it's very much about your physical body that's not taking any supplements or medications or anything along those lines it's very much not quite manipulation to the body but stuff to do with physical body and essentially it is your body 
Oh, oh boy. I talked this through in my head, but now as I start to say it, it it's a lot of information. So I'm going to try and get it as best across as best across as possible. And essentially your body has these zones and as you go through life or if trauma happens or if things happen or someone scared you once and that was that your body starts developing these cheat patterns to get your body through the day or through its life and it's essentially just trying to figure out how to best go about taking care of your body and keeping you going. Okay, so there's that. And these cheat patterns are created to help, but then it is pulling you away from what you're naturally supposed to be doing with your body. So essentially, all it's doing is reminding your body, hey, this is actually how you should be using this. Instead of using your hamstring, you should be using your glute. And instead of using your foot to create flexibility, you need to just have the flexibility stem from your psoas, all of all of these weird medical things, but basically just taking, reminding your body how it should be working. And it's done through kind of awakening the nervous system or in those areas. And essentially, it's just knowing the specific points on the body and kind of waking up those nerves. And I'll tell you, this man has taken his pinky baby finger and just like found the perfect spot and just hardly touch it. And it's like, oh my gosh, a hot poker going through you because it's that's one of the cheat patterns in your body and that's something that needs to be awoken in awoken <laughs> in your body. And oh gosh, it sounds so silly coming from me because I just am the furthest thing from an expert on this topic. But it's something that I think is really helping me. I think if you guys look up the self-activation technique or neuromuscular activation, you'll get a clearer picture. But I do want to talk about how it has helped me. So I've been seeing, um, I'll just say his name, Stephen, the guy who helps me, or the guy who does it to me in the UK, since probably the very end of last year. And I have really seen some crazy changes. And he works through sections of the body each time. So we start, uh, it kind of starts the lower half and then works its way up. And there's specific points within those regions that he gets to in a certain amount of sessions. And I've finally gotten to kind of my neck jaw area and we're realizing how tight my jaw is and how that could be because all of my head stuff and that's just the way my body tried to help itself and help to keep it going. And it's really incredible stuff for me. And that's, I say all of this with the caveat that this is what's working for me and my body at this point. I can't speak for anyone else. I can't speak for you. I can't speak for your body or any other people who have pseudotumor or any other people who have other issues. I can't say, oh yes, this is the end all be all. But from what I've seen in my classmates, what I've seen in myself, it's really incredible results for us. So I'm all about (laughs) trying it and seeing if it works for you. And I had some classmates tried and they said, you know what? Yeah, it's cool. It's great. But I don't think I'll come back. 
And then there's me who's like, okay, every, every weekend, every other weekend, when can I see him? When can I do this work? Because I have seen such extreme changes and mainly in my eyesight and my breathing as well, just taking deeper breaths, breathing in my diaphragm. That's the big thing is breathe, get, getting your diaphragm alive and awake again. Cause mine was, mine was in hibernation, lying dormant in my body. <laughs> and then also getting your glutes working. So just firing up those parts of your body to take a deep breath and to get the amount of oxygen you need. And so I, oh, wow, great. I just had a brain fart. Dang it. What was I talking about? I was talking about the diaphragm. I was talking about the glutes. I was talking, oh, yes, what I've seen changing. Woohoo, it's back. And so I've seen it in my breathing with my diaphragm and that actually waking up and doing things and being alive within my body. Obviously, it was there and alive, but just not engaged as it should be. And also with my eyesight, my eyesight's been a huge, huge thing. The main, the first thing that happened, it was actually my first time being, or my first treatment. And I, I don't know if I've talked about this on here. It might be in one of my earlier episodes where I kind of list all of my medical things. I, after my head stuff happened, I had my left eye and it was kind of the sixth nerve syndrome. And basically when I would look just my left eye, when I would look to the far left or I would looked up, looked up, when I would look up, my eyelid would flutter really intensely really vigorously and I couldn't I had no control over it It was only when I looked really far left and up I actually posted a side-by-side comparison from when I had that as opposed to today on my Instagram so if you guys have Instagram and you want to see that just go to brain fart podcast and you can see it I think it's like the second it might be my most recent post actually or second recent post. I don't know. It's a video of me with my finger in front of my face because I'm demonstrating how my eye follows it. And so I was having that and I just was dealing with that in life because what can you do? And after even just one session, I was able by incorporating my breath or something else happening, I'm not sure, the fluttering is gone. And the fluttering is no longer there. And I don't know if it was something neuromuscular or if it was something, some little pocket in my body that needed opening or loosening or awakening, or maybe it was just all psychological. But the thing is, it's gone and I'm happy and I will take that. And it has stayed gone. It has stayed gone. It has consistently been normal normal oh god all of my phrasing (laughs) right now is just not on par with (laughs) what I want it to be um but yes it I have not had the fluttering since that's how I'll phrase that and it has been kind of awesome and so that alone I could see the changes happening in my body and of course I was really excited about that. And so things were kind of nothing huge happening as we traveled up my body. But by the time we got to my neck and my jaw, we started working on them. And I basically gained my peripheral vision again. And I don't know why I was having ever since my head stuff. I don't know if I mentioned this either. I can't, I can't remember what I tell people and what I don't but I had lost a good chunk of my peripheral vision from it 
and it just hadn't really come back and it was something I just got used to and lived my life with and then it basically I think all came back or it's more so now I have more now than I ever did after my head stuff I I don't I can't quite remember what my starting point was with peripheral vision in my life but it's better now than it was and I had that and it stayed as well I do have to say though that was that was quite the shock to the body and my body and my mind didn't quite know how to handle that much more (laughs) vision and I would get really distracted if I saw anyone move in my peripheral or anything next to my head and that actually sparked my body into going into a little bit of (laughs) rejection or fighting back or trying to revert back to what it was used to because it was a little bit afraid I think which is okay and we worked it Stephen actually had to end up he ended up coming back the next weekend to just work with me and to kind of calm my body down and remind it that it was okay and that I didn't I I was okay to see those things and it was doing okay and I didn't have to revert to clenching my jaw or doing all of these things so those are kind of the two biggest biggest changes I've noticed which they're pretty big changes let's be honest um I'm not quite done with the whole work through of the body and once I am we're going to go back and do some fine tuning and figuring out what else needs to be worked I think we're going to do some vision stuff it's still I'm still learning about it too it's very uh, very wild it's just wild and it's cool and I like it and I like what I'm doing with it and I feel confident about it and it has made me feel excited and hopeful for my future because I think things are changing and I think it's reminding my body and my mind that things can change and things can get better and I am really proud and happy about that (laughs) and that's kind of my soapbox but I I'm really happy about it and who knows what the future will bring I can't say (laughs) for myself I he I don't see the future, okay? I've gained a lot of things, but I have not gained the ability to see the future. So, sorry everyone. That's that's that. But I am I am open to it more, and the more we continue, the more excited I am. And even if this is just another stepping stone or another block or another couple steps forward in my healing process, I will take it because Every little bit counts, and these huge strides have made me excited and and ready to go and ready to do more. And like I said, it I mean it is it's pretty painful work just because he's getting into points in your body. Not not never to the point where I'm like, oh, he's hurting hurting my body because he's making it bend a certain way or go a certain way or he's pushing too hard. It's never that. It's just because the nerves are being being woken up and they don't like to. They want to stay asleep. And so when he wakes those nerves up, it is quite, quite the experience. <laughs> um, but you know, it's it is worth it to me and in my mind and to some other people maybe not but for me it is and I am excited to see where it goes yeah I think that's I think that's that obviously this is an ongoing thing I can talk about it more if people 
have more questions, please feel free to contact me. If you have an email, you can email me at brainfartpodcast at gmail.com or you can DM or direct message me um, on Instagram or Facebook, both at brainfartpodcast. I am happy to try to answer questions. I know this was a little kooky. I am no expert. I am just purely talking about my experience and how I have been reacting to it. And I, if you have questions, I will be happy to reach out to Stephen or to point you in the right direction of how to look these things up. And it would honestly probably be helpful for me to learn more about it as well, because as much I have been to sessions for myself and sat through so many sessions with my classmates and I still struggle to describe it to people. Uh, It's one of those things I think you just have to be in the room where it happens and that will that will give you all the information you need. Uh, So yeah I think that I think we'll call that a day on this podcast. Several things happening. Um, Sorry about the interview that will come out soon but also It'll come out when it comes out. I'm I'm in no way going to pressure people <laughs> into coming onto my show to interview, even though I know she wants to, but I don't want her to risk her health or to push herself too much or so much so that it would be detrimental to her when we can wait another week for an interview. <laughs> Plus, you guys got this cool update anyways. So thank you if you're new and you're listening. Hi, welcome. I hope you stick around. Uh, welcome back. I'm, yes, I'm happy that we're all here and we're all listening. Oh, I do want to make a little bit of an announcement. I, see, I'm toying with the idea of the podcast being bi-weekly, as in every two weeks, not twice a week. Are they the same thing, the same phrasing for both meaning? I don't know but every two weeks instead of every week I'm realizing it's a little difficult to keep up with a once a week schedule and I don't I, I don't want to keep you guys waiting or keep you guys in the state of anticipation saying where is this podcast why is she not doing this and so maybe bi-weekly is the way to go I I'll see I'll see how I feel about it but I think that might be what's going to have to happen for the time being just maybe just while I'm in this stage of school or in my master's program or what we'll see we'll see where the future takes us I just wanted to give that announcement and that's all for today so thank you all for listening I hope that was informative and I hope you learned something new and that's that so have a great whatever time it is, wherever you are, and I will talk to you when I talk to you. (laughs) Bye.